Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna start the podcast off different. Let me, let me, let me try a different intro. I be on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on the miles with hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, let uh, me celebrate. I be on the miles. Sipping a little bit, we gotta get it with that miles and the yak, you know. All right, man, we are back with another podcast this week. Of course, remember, this is every two weeks now. Podcast every two weeks, we got a bunch of stories. I'm not gonna waste no time. Special guests in the building, been on my show. What this is third time? Yeah, third time, third time, third time's a charm, man. This is my dog. No intro needed, man. No intro needed. This is going to be a good podcast. My boy, Brian. What's up, boy? Hey, man. How you doing? How you doing? Glad to be back. That's the first thing I got to say. Miles in that yak. Miles in that yak, <laughs> dog. Hey. Come on, Skip. But, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, did you know that if a frog had pockets and he had a knife and he stabbed a snake? I'm sorry. He's going to snap the steak before he eat it. Hey, man. Shannon Sharp is a fool, man. We were just talking about before the podcast, we were talking about how much we are starting to like Undisputed. Yeah. Over. Yeah, first take. The first take. Who would have known? Like, I, I think when people thought Skip left, that, that was it for Skip. Yeah. Nah. Uh, Skip getting views out here. Yeah. Skip, you know. Skip going to get a couple back. invites to the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Skip invited to my barbecue. Yeah, all the way. Absolutely. Wait. Give me three people that wouldn't be normally invited to the barbecue. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis not getting invited to the barbecue. <laughs> right? Dwight Howard not getting invited to the barbecue. Oh, and then Kyle Shanahan. If he come to the barbecue, 
Kyle Shanahan definitely he bouts to, to get barbecued. Kyle Shanahan definitely can't come to the barbecue. Uh-huh. Don't even show your face. No, no. Don't even don't step need, foot in Atlanta. I don't even know if he come to Atlanta. No, he can't. He can't. <laughs> like, he we got folks at the airport. Hey, his bag's getting lost. His Uber driver going to drop him off to the wrong side of Atlanta. I, I don't even, man. You ain't making it through Hartsfield, Kyle, just in case you ain't know. Don't come back. I hope you took all your bags and stuff with you. Because, yeah, you can't come back, bro. Sorry. Yeah. No. I'm going to tell you some people who invited to my barbecue. Let's hear. Skip is definitely invited. Let me take a sip. Some people are not going to like this. Donald Trump's invited to my barbecue. You know why? That man going to say exactly how he feel. And when a man says exactly how he feel, he understands the consequences that come with it. You know, you might get swung on. I just need the entertainment. That's a setup. Ain't nothing like a fight at a barbecue. Can I say a setup with a CIA? Get that's not. It's not a setup. Okay, it's yeah. a it's an invitation. Yeah. Okay. It's an invitation to a situation that may occur, but we will do everything to prevent that to occur. But in case it does occur, it's yeah. gonna occur. Yeah, it's gonna happen. That's that's all that is to it. Okay. All right, man. But you know how we do. We start our podcast off talking about our rants, getting it off our chest, so we can speak freely on the podcast. Woo, Brian got one to start off with. Mm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let him go first. All right, cool. So my rant, right? We have an issue here in America, right? And no, no, don't get me twisted. I'm never gonna knock anybody's hustle. Oh boy, here right? We go. I'm never gonna knock anybody's hustle. But everybody always have a problem with man. We don't have no no the millennials. Everybody doing this, you know, what happened to the generation? Mm-hmm. You know what happened to the generation? People start letting ignorant folks get famous. That's what happened. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. Now, I'm not talking about funny. I'm talking about ignorant people, right? For one example, the Catch Me Outside girl. Oh, Yeah. Catch me outside, girl. Back in the other generation, you said you're gonna beat up your mama. You're not. You're not flying to no show, getting paid millions of dollars. No, you in the grave. And you know who put you there? Your mama gonna put you there. See, she needed a mother that would have looked you like I gave you life, and I'll take it away. Oh, 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 yeah, she need one of them. Yeah, that's what. And you know what? Unfortunately, with Instagram, we giving these ignorant people life. That's and true. they keep on coming out here, getting famous, doing stupid stuff, all these challenges. I'm tired oh, of all these goodness. challenges. So many challenges. Everybody like, all I got to do is one stupid thing on tape, and I'm famous. Can we That's please so stop? True. Can we please stop? Yeah. J.J. Icefish. Where is he at? Somewhere with some money, though. He got some money. He, he, Where's Terrio at? He tried to play football, but he couldn't run. I have ooh, a lot of I have a lot him. of jokes, but I'm gonna Oh, kill him! Oh, kill him! Yeah, Terrio's. Um, I just hope he's alive. Yeah, he was kind of obese, and it's coming from a fat person. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? I just we need to do better and stop letting these ignorant people getting famous off random stuff. Stop letting people get famous off sex tapes. That's a mistake. That's Please. dumb. 
you know, let's just let's just be better. If you famous, have a skill, have a trade. Like, okay, what about comedians? Man, comedians work on their craft. You know what comedian I like? What's that? That uh, man, I can't even think of his name now. He from Atlanta. Not Donald Glover. Not Donald Glover. The um. Dude with a little cross, little doo doo stand in the middle of his eyes. Oh, DC? Yeah, DC Young DC Fly. DC Young Fly? You know what I mean? DC he, Young Fly is pretty He yeah. progressing. Yeah. You know, he's trying to do something like, okay, yeah, he started off a little ignorant, but he's trying to he's be. Trying to elevate out that yeah, ignorance. Yeah, stand up all day. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, come out that ignorance. Just get the tattoo fixed. Yeah? <laughs> and we good. I'm with you on that. Um, But I will say this. I think, um, first of all, my wife tells me I'm a millennial. Just because of where the date ranges go. Yeah. I don't consider myself a millennial. Nope. Um, but I think that my generation failed millennials. Because I was taught how things should go by my by the generation before me, yeah. baby boomers and all them. And I don't think we transferred that education over. We just kept it. And and so new generation, millennials and Generation Y and all them, they just out here. Man, they was always on that dang phone. That's why. They didn't get it. Like, yeah. we, we was outside learning these lessons. You know, you talk to somebody the wrong way, they saw about you. Not everybody on the Twitter yeah. fingers. You know what I mean? I got And then and, and got swung on quite a couple times. Yep. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we've been there. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I'm with you on that. We got to get rid of it. I don't know if it's going in way, though. It's nah. not going away. Well, at least we can try. If you put it out there, they said things, good things happen when you put it out there. Okay, well, let's put it out there. We got to stop the ignorance. Please. And embrace the intelligence. So let's talk about ignorance. Okay, um, okay. My rant for the day, Cam Newton, um, I wasn't even going to talk about you today. You did pretty good last game. You held up the fist. You, We felt you was coming on back home. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, you took took three steps back. Cam Newton today at a press conference decided to say, and I might put the I'll put the sound bite in here. I know you take a, a lot of pride in seeing your receivers play well. Devin Funches has seemed to really embrace the physicality of his routes and and making getting those extra yards. Does that give you a little bit of an enjoyment to see him kind of truck sticking people out there? It's funny to hear a female talk about. It routes like it's funny but uh fun is coming along man we're gonna we're gonna this is a big game for him because of you know him being from detroit and um you know i know he want this win extremely bad and just to see his growth over the years completely different player I mean, not just on the field and uh, you know i told him and benji today you know those those guys preparation has been different this year and, um, you know, credit the coaching for it, um, you know, and, and, and just moving forward, you know, we're going to expect those same things. But uh, as you heard, Cam Newton decided to talk about this young lady who asked a perfectly normal question yeah. <laughs> in a press conference. And he giggled and said, you know, it's just funny, you know, when you hear a female talk about routes. Stop there. So we just watched this video and we broke it down. Brian even pointed something out to me. Man giggled before he even answered. Yeah. Before he opened his mouth to say one word, as soon as the lady said routes, 
He giggled. He chuckled to himself. That was the sign that something bad was gonna come. I don't know if the people in the in the in the room saw that, but somebody in the Carolina Brass should have just been like, "Hey, let's uh, let's get him off stage." But no, he chuckled and then proceeded to be like, "I just think it's kind of funny when females talk about routes." Cam, let's talk about something. You don't know about routes. Ooh, I didn't seen. A player streaking across the middle of the field and you overthrow him. Why? I don't know. Do you know what routes are? Do you know what a post is? I'm not sure you know. But you're a talented player. I'm not going to take that away from you. But boy, you talking about whether or not that lady has knows routes. <laughs> we don't know if you do. I would have loved that she would have caught him with that on the back. Like, oh, so I think it's funny that you missed a couple routes. Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. So I say that to say this. Um, I follow actually on Twitter more female sports writers than I do men. That's honest God truth. Mm-hmm. I do. I think a lot of uh, uh, female sports writers know a whole great deal about the game. A lot of times they have to know a lot because they have to prove it more than the yep. men do. Sometimes you don't have to know much. You can just get up and speak about it. Uh, Whereas females have to sit up there and prove that they know. I'm not saying, I I mean, one of the best sports writers in the Carolinas, she writes for carolinablitz.com. Matt, let me rephrase that. She is the owner and editor-in-chief of carolinablitz.com. And she's one of the best writers out there in Carolina. So how dare Mm. Cam Newton say what he said? Now, don't get me wrong. Do I think that Cam Newton was being uh, super misogynistic? No. I think he was being stupid. Yeah. He was being stupid. I saw a stupid moment. We read it on his face. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, I'm finna go into the stupid moment. Here it is. (laughs) He was just being dumb. Could he have said it better? Yeah. Do I know what you probably meant? Yeah. You was probably shocked because you was just like, oh, snap. A woman... You know, ask me this excellent question. Say that. Learn how to articulate yourself better. But saying, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I think it's funny when females, you know, talk about routes. It's not the way to handle that, but it's it's not the way to handle that. So you was digging yourself out the hole. You know, I really appreciate the last game. You are from Atlanta, so we try to respect you a little bit. Try to. And uh, you're back in the hole, Cam. Don't know if you know that. You're back in the goal. Sorry. Um, I don't even know if you can get out because, to be honest, I think the jury's out on you. I, I, I Teams have figured you out, if you want me to be perfectly honest. You're the most talented quarterback in the league. Uh, is he the most talented? Now, I'm not talking about skills. Talent, just God-given ability. Is he the most talented or is Aaron Rodgers the most talented? I think I'm gonna go Cam. Um, you gotta arm strength, speed, uh, ability to break tackles, agility. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go Cam. Yeah, okay. You gotta go Cam. If you were just talking about arm talent, yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah, but that's like different. you gotta go Cam because I don't see anybody else. You know what? Six four two two thirty five. 
Man, I think he's bigger seven. than that. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I think he's six five. Like, oh man, yeah, you can't. I mean, Carson Wentz, maybe, but you're a Cam clone. Yeah, can't. I don't know if people know Carson Wentz is big. But can he get out there though? Yeah, he can get out there. Okay, okay, I gotta watch a little. bit But he's not. He's not Cam. Like Cam, you are so talented, and yet, even during your Super Bowl run, you, I don't know if you put it together. Yeah. And that's, that's ugly for me to say because you from down the street. But yeah, I don't know if you put it together. If only. And then you just said route. something stupid. Can I say, let me say this. Let me say this. Uh, mini rant on this rant. Okay. As a man, we must all learn the skill of apologizing when you don't really know what you're apologizing for. I'm married. I do it. Is that disrespectful to your woman or to whoever you're apologizing to? Hey, guess what? Surprisingly not. Mm-mm. When you apologize, you listen to them, you repeat what they say, and you apologize. I'm just giving y'all the formula. The formula. It ends so much stuff. You could have apologized right then. It could have been, you know what? <laughs> Cam just messed up. He yeah. meant to say something different. No, you doubled down on your stupidity. You doubled down. You bid Neil. And you had the big joker. That's what you did. And you got a book. That's the whole thing. You had the guaranteed book. You, you had a guaranteed book. <laughs> you looked you, at it. You were like, let me go Neil. Let me go Neil. <laughs> I ain't got no books. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you're dumb. You're dumb. Um, second mini rant. I got so much, man. The stories. Man, get it off the stories. Out. I got to get this off. Really quick, man. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because it was a sad story. Everybody knows what happened in Vegas. Um. It impacted me because my best friend just left Vegas, I want to say six days before that mm-hmm. happened, and they were in that area. My issue is the people that decided to make this moment a situation of debate instead of a situation of empathy for families. 50-plus families are impacted, possibly. Yeah. They lost lives. You sit up here debating with me on whether or not this man is a terrorist, a domestic terrorist, or just an insane person, and how his race may play a part. I don't care. Yeah. It's too early. People lost their lives for some stupid junk, for somebody who's deranged and idiotic, and yet we sit up here, let's talk about gun reform. Hey, man, can we just have empathy for this family? Yeah. Can we think about the families that just were impacted? Why are we sitting over here talking about it? This is dumb. It's dumb. I'm not going to say we don't. We're not going to talk about it eventually, but I'm just saying, y'all got to pick and choose your battles, man, and when it happens. Yeah. For real, for real. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. Y'all sitting over here arguing about, is he a terrorist? No. If he would, he'll be a terrorist. If he had color in his skin, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. One thing you'll learn about me on this podcast, I don't care about a lot of stuff. <laughs> this is one of the things. And I'm starting not to care about Cam Newton because you say stupid stuff in the middle of a podcast and you get a moment to. Uh, sorry. It's finna go off. No. No, just. Cam, just say I'm sorry. My bad. I, you he know what? To, that came out wrong. I apologize. He going to in a, a statement in a letter, but it's too late. You got you to gotta attack it then. And be like, hey, you know what? 
I meant this. I am so sorry. It's so simple. It's just simple. It's so simple. Fellas, listen to us. I'm, I'm telling you, it works. Sometimes you know you didn't do nothing wrong. You don't understand what you did wrong. Just apologize. Don't just apologize. Be sincere about yeah. it. Just be like, you know what? I don't know if I made a mistake, but if I did, I apologize. Like, for real. I'm sorry. That's not my intent. That's all you got to do. That's it. Don't double down on your ignorance. Please don't. Don't be Cam Newton. Don't do that. Don't, don't. Cam Newton's uh, your off name brand cable. Be Direct TV. What, how did that commercial go? I'm sorry. Let me get off. That was a corny joke. All right, man. Let's go, man. Um, let's cover some of the stories that's been happening over the past two weeks. Of course, one of the biggest things is Donald Trump decided to take his stance on what was going on in the NFL with players doing protests. He seems to have made it worse. I don't know. But what's your thoughts on the NFL protests? Does it bother you? Do you care? I mean, the NFL protest. No, I'm an NFL fan, Falcon fan. First off, all day, every day, three and one, baby. <clears throat> you know, let me just put that out there. Almost four and zero, oh, baby. We was almost one and three yeah. too, but yeah. you know, <laughs> almost right. does not count. Almost does not count. We three and one. Let me celebrate, Skip. <laughs> 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 let me celebrate. But with the protest, I'm just gonna say it like this: They're just trying to where it originated from. They're just trying to put some light on a subject that needed to get seen and. Is it, do I want to see it right there doing the NFL games? That's the best platform that they can use yeah. to bring it to light. So Number one yeah. sport in the, NBA, in, the, in, the, in the United States. Yeah. yeah, Mainstream America goes crazy for this sport. So I just know it's a peaceful protest. They out there. They kneeling doing the national anthem. They just trying to bring something to light. And it's just as simple as that. So, that's it. I, I just, I'm going to take it a little deeper. Um, uh, first of all, y'all testing my neutrality. I try to be neutral on all these things. Y'all are messing with my, y'all messing with my mental, man. Um, but nonetheless, um, I think, I think the beginning of the protest that started with Colin Kaepernick has been lost. Yeah. I think, um, the the protest now has become all about the flag and the the anthem and America and troops and we 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 stopped talking about people like Philando Castile who and 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 Tamir Rice who if you saw the video he was shot dead like very quickly we gotten away from talking about police brutality. I feel a way about this, and I've spoken about this on the podcast. I am six foot two. I am over 330 pounds. When I get out the car and a police officer tells me to step out, I immediately scare them. This is just truth. It's not just my size. My skin complexion mixed with all this terrifies them. All right? I'm just being honest. I They are terrified of me just because my skin complexion, my size, my stature. Yeah. Period. So I live this every day. I deal with more, just the same amount of fear as walking down a dark alley in the middle of Atlanta as I do if I get pulled over in the middle of the street by a police officer. I deal with the same fear. That is what the protest started about. But we've forgotten about that. Yeah. Now it's became all this other stuff. 
Will I kneel? Will I kneel but stand for the flag? Will I uh, link arms? I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, do you think it's really a protest? Do you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it started like you said. It started off as a protest, right? It started off as a protest, and then after what Donald Trump said, it just feels like it's more of a you know they're trying to make it a, a unification, mm-hmm. but all the variations of stuff I feel like is just trying to make it more acceptable to mainstream America. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. So <laughs> trying to make it just a little bit more acceptable. Yeah, like what the Cowboys did, right? They kneel before the national anthem. Yeah. and stand up. I don't even know, know what that means. Whatever. Now and then, Aaron Rodgers told the whole stadium to link arms, mm-hmm. and they linked arms, and nobody did it because you know the stadium was full of mainstream, mainstream Americans. Americans. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, it's just it's just the thought behind everything, the way it started. Is nowhere close to what it yeah, is now, and I think now. that's kind of what mainstream America wanted to happen. Mainstream America, mainstream America. I know, yeah, you know, okay. Wanted to happen, so that's the whole thing. You know, if they could can't really silence you how they want to, they'll you know throw a couple of variables in there. Well, we should fire the SOBs first of all. I don't even think presidents should use that type of language. They shouldn't. And they're talking about somebody, mama. You can talk about yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. You can talk, about, talk about me, about my mama. but you can't talk about my mama. Man, speak about it. You cannot talk about a black person. And then, then people were like, oh, you know, I can't see why they all kneeling the next Sunday. Let somebody. You talking about my mama. I can go a lot of places, and that's, you know, full of people from mainstream America. And I call somebody a SOB. It's not going to be no priest protest. Mm. It's no. not going to be that. You can't do that. So I'm. I feel that it was just a lot of stuff just to kind of muddle and they add yeah. a lot of stuff just to muddle what it originally started off as. But when you dealing with, well, what can concussion say when you're dealing with an enterprise or a corporation that owns a day of the week? Oh yeah. <laughs> you can't really mess with it. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's mainstream America's fixed. That's how you get away. You get away from your nagging wife. You get away from your job, your balls, yeah. and you watch. It's something they don't want to look at the green-eyed monster. So they had to find a way to make it acceptable. <laughs> and just, you know, sweep I don't want to bother you too much. Yeah. I, um, here's one thing I will tell people. Um, stop judging people's way of protesting if they have the same message. Like, if a person screams at you to get out the street and a person calmly tells you to get out the street, are you going to just stand in the middle of the street and get mad at the person yelling? Like, it's the same message. Yeah. It's for your benefit. I say that to say, I think sometimes on on all the sides, we're, we're just picking and choosing at what form of protest. That's not right. This is not right. Yeah. Lincoln Arms not okay. Uh, kneeling and then standing. Uh, um, Ray Lewis being on both knees, praying, whatever he claimed to do. Um, all that stuff is different. Well, what is the message? Because is the message, the same message as Colin Kaepernick was saying, then it's, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Let's not judge that pro- form of protest. I, I just, um, I just look at the fact like in Vietnam, I, 
did the research, I looked back, like, they was burning flags. Um, mainstream America was burning flags. Mainstream America. <laughs> you know? Um, and, and stomping on them and stuff. And um, it wasn't this much outrage, I tell you that much. I mean, you, flag is a symbol <laughs> of what it represents. And, you know, you got to take, if you don't want to address the real problem, you got to find another area to attack it because we all know mainstream yeah. America don't have to deal with the same problem that you just talked about. Yeah. I, I live in the area and I work in two different areas. When I drive to work, mm. I have a fear of getting pulled over by the police officers. When I tell you, like one of the first cars I wanted to get, my dad sat me down. I had the money on hand. <clears throat> it was a Pontiac. Grand Prix, a uh, 88 box. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you trying to get pulled over. I try. Okay. But you know what I mean? I'm like 19. I got the money in hand, mm -hmm. working, doing concrete for the whole summer. I'm about to stunt when I come back to school. Dad pulled me to the side like, hey, you can't get that car. I'm just like, why can't I get that car? You know what I mean? I got the money. I got a good license. I get good grades. Why can't I get that car? He was like, you will scare him and my mom to death because of the size yeah. I am. Yep. They don't know what type of person you are because just like you said, I checked off every every scary black man stereotype. Yep. I'm big, I'm dark skinned, tall. Oh, then he got a dope boy car? Yeah. That's automatic, you know what I mean? Murder, death, kill. So they're not gonna look at anything about what they see because most of these people in these positions have been trained by people that had a, ne a negative stereotype about people mm -hmm. because they were trained by people who had a negative stereotype. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I've been dealing with this ever since I wanted to buy my first car. It's not anything new. It's just people can't refute that fact. So they go at it another way. Yeah. It's something that hits everybody's heart. You know, mainstream America's heart. Yeah. You can't talk about the flag. You can't talk about the flag. <laughs> But that's, that's uh, what crazy about it is this is the definition of protest. Like, it's like there's mainstream America is saying, yeah. you can protest, just don't bother me with it. Yeah. Well, how am I going to get your attention? They want you to protest in, in your basement, in your, in your bedroom, yeah. on Twitter, and Snapchat. That's what they wanted. Just don't let me. We know it's a problem, but just don't let me know about it. Yeah, I don't want to know it's a problem. Well, you know, that's that's what... It's gonna end up with, and you know what I mean? It is what it is. It just, you know, sucks that nobody was doing this to help out Cap last year. Yeah, exactly. I, I just, and I thought about it too. I was like, nobody really jumped up to support Cap while he was doing it. No, I'm not gonna say nobody. There was a few players, yeah, especially on the San Francisco 49ers, but league-wide, it wasn't there. This year, it's there. Um, and I think people started to notice that Kaepernick's not in the league. They yeah. felt the way about it. Yeah. So it started small. And then, you know, your president decided to say something that, you know, let me let me remain neutral. Yeah. President of the United States said something. Bothers a bunch of people. Now mass people did it. So now it's this big deal. But it's like, man, we gotta keep it on Cap's message. We cannot get rid of Cap's message. Yeah. I need more people to see and this is me being real 
I need more people to see or understand or know what I go through when I get pulled over. And I have no felonies, no misdemeanors. I got some traffic violations. That's about it. Yeah. It is completely nerve wracking to get pulled over. Even if it, I, I can know what I did. Oh man, I got caught yeah. running that stop sign. I know that there's a chance I might die. I just want to tell people that so you understand how serious it is. I know there's a chance I might die. I have rules at night. If I get pulled over, I got to pull into a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> a well-lit one. Yeah. Because I know I'm in Georgia. I know. Oh, yeah. I won't travel in certain states at night. Like, you oh, telling what? me, oh, oh, man, we doing this in, you know, such and such Alabama. All right, cool. Hey, we're going to get a hotel. Man, it's only like two hours away. Why we got to get, bro, we getting a hotel. Because I'm not going through some of these towns at night. Yep. I'm not going through some of these towns. There's some areas in Georgia I'm not going to at yep. night because I already know I'm a prime suspect to be another statistic. Yep. Just by me being out. It's 2017, but just by me, I know. I know. Deep Covington. Oh, yeah, no. no I'm not going to no, be no, out there at night. Douglasville? No. Oh, no. 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 There's no, no, some no, places no, no. I ain't going to try to be at at night. I'm going to be, oh, man, we're about to have this party up here. We're about to have this game up here. All right, what time the game in? Okay, go yep. take me. Oh, yeah, I got, we got to leave right now. We got to leave game. right now. We can get food in Atlanta. Yeah. We can get something to eat in Atlanta. Yeah. We're not eating up there. We got a rule. I, I have a rule. I've driven through Alabama several times. We do not stop in Alabama. Nope. Not under any circumstance. And it has nothing to do with the criminals mm -hmm. or whatever you want to, what word you want to use. Gangbangers, gangsters, thieves. Uh, uh, bad people it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with people that have a badge. Yeah, I'm not stopping. Yep, that's truth. That's why the protests are going yeah. on. I remember one thing. Just one, I was working at UPS, right, and part-time suits get treated like dirt there. You know, shout out to UPS. But like a package got left in the building in one of my routes out in Covington, Georgia. Mm -hmm. I was working the double. They were like, hey, you know what? You can get out there, run these two packages out there because there's another package that was close to the city that happened to get put on the truck by accident. Uh -huh. All right, cool. It was wintertime, Christmas, you know what I mean? UPS is crazy. But it was a time where the sun gets done. Right. I called up there. I'm coming out here. This is before I left the building. There's a white driver that was on the route. He knew me. You know, I worked on his line or whatever. He was like, Hey, Brian, who coming out there to drop off the packages? Uh -huh. I'm like, hey, I'm about to roll out there and drop off the packages. You don't come out here. <laughs> I was just like, nah, man, you know, I know I know, it's far from the building, but, you know, I'll take my L. It's Friday. He, knew. he was like, no, you don't come out here because the where I'm at, you can't be out there when it's dark and they don't know who you are. I'm yep. just like, hold on, what? True statement. Get a phone to yep. such and such. And you know what happened? Another driver who happened to be white had to take the packages out there because I couldn't be on those roads at night. Yep. And this is like 2015, 2013, like it was 2013 when I was working up there. 
And it just it's just certain facts, you know, you're gonna have to live with and you have to understand that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, it it's situations that exist out here, man. So, you know, uh I just don't want Cam Newton's message to get lost. I look at it like Colin Kaepernick. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick. We don't we don't care about any messages Cam Newton said. Yeah, my bad, my <laughs> bad, <laughs> Kaepernick. Um, I don't want his message to get lost. I look at his message like and and what the NFL is doing now. I look at like MLK and Malcolm X when they were coexisting. They didn't agree on a whole lot of things at one point, but they all had the same message. Yeah, so it was okay. Can you keep that same message? Like when reporters come to you and they ask you, why did you kneel, sit, and all that stuff? Can you not talk about the anthem or your president or yeah. the flag or any of that stuff? Like talk about what it was about. Yeah. And if you can't talk about it, don't don't kneel. I don't need you kneeling for me. I don't. I don't yeah. need you kneeling for me. Um, I think Des Bryant allegedly was like, he really didn't want to kneel or anything. That was his answer. Okay, cool. I ain't got no problem with that. Yeah. I just need you to shut up and don't be a part of this. Yeah. Because I still got to drive down these streets and be nervous. And granted, I don't think things are going to change. But you ain't got to mess with what Kaepernick tried to do. Yeah. Now, we bring up Kaepernick's name a whole lot. Um, He still does not have a job. What? Somebody else just got a job. What? Uh, Brandon Whedon. You might Whedon? Know, you might know Brandon Whedon from the Cleveland Browns. Wasn't he like 38 in college? Man. <laughs> 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 Brandon Whedon was old in yeah, college, if I remember correctly. Old. Um, so Brandon Whedon has just got a job with the Tennessee Titans because they have an injury to Mar- um, uh, Mariota. I I, I don't I'm going to ask you, because I, I don't even know where to start. My neutrality is being tested right now. You see my face? Do you, you see my face? What do you think about Colin Kaepernick not having a job? You know what? I feel like Colin Kaepernick not having a job is simple. It's just the fact that owners don't want to have to deal with what he comes with. Because mm, it's yeah. easier to sweep something under the rug when a player – who has a firm stance, which is, which everybody deserves to have an opinion, and based allegedly, on, you that's know, what we were taught. I don't certain know. stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean. You have the right to express that opinion. So, he's getting blackballed in the NFL. There are, he's better than every backup quarterback that's out there. He's better than at least five of the quarterbacks that's in the league now as a starter. So it's just it has to be something else. Everybody says play is play is play, but you know, what did any of these guys do? Because some of these guys been in the league five years. Have they yeah. ever took a team to a Super Bowl? Yeah, that's true. Have they ever took a team to two back to back NFC championships? Yeah, that's true. You know, it's just that's true. You got to ask true yourself, like, but Cap did. You know what I mean? If you are looking just at a resume of Colin Kaepernick, you can see what he brings to the table, just mm. football statistics. Yeah. And you see some of these bottom-level quarterbacks or some of these backup. If you're a GM and you pick some of these backup before you pick Cap, 
you got to ask yourself, it has to be another outlying reason. And we know the reason. Yeah. So. Um, I will say um, I get a little annoyed with the outrage sometimes because everybody's like, Colin Kaepernick don't have a job. Yeah. Look, I'm going to break down some truths for you. Well, number one, a, per, a quarterback's play doesn't necessarily dictate whether or not um, he is the number one guy for the job. Yeah. For example, Mitchell Trubisky, is he better than Colin Kaepernick? I doubt it. But he was a high draft pick. All right. They're not going to sign you. Yeah. Some people say, well, he should have been signed over Mike, uh, over Glennon. Listen, uh, supposedly Glennon had some familiarity in the system. That's what it was. Yeah. I want people to understand that you begging for Kaepernick to get a shot in the NFL may not be the best thing for him. And I'm going to explain. Do you really want Kaepernick to get a job with the Cleveland Cavaliers? I mean, with the Cleveland Browns, whose quarterback is Deshaun Kaiser, and I don't even know the rest of the guy. I think somebody named Hogan. Like we don't even know these quarterbacks. Nope. He's better than all of them. Do you want him to go and suffer in Cleveland? Because I'm gonna tell you what, he didn't lose in San Francisco just because of him. That team was trash. Yes. That team was yes. trash. That team was terrible. And is is giving them fuel to be like, well, he's not a winner. No, that team was terrible. Look, the team's terrible now. Team terrible for him. Yep. Like, it's not Kaepernick. And I curse Kyle Shanahan with seasons <laughs> upon seasons <laughs> of sorry teams with the 49ers. Ah. Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, if you understood, we're still tight. Play. We're still Woo. tight. We're still tight over Kyle Shanahan. But for real though, like, I'm not saying that you can't be outraged. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick deserves to have a job. That's very clear. But what I'm telling you is, every situation ain't good for him. Do y'all really want him to go up here and sign on? I'm trying to think. Do you really want him to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars who? Let's be honest, it's a talented team. Is he going to change that team to a playoff team? The answer is no. I'm just being ugly. I'm just, I'm just in my opinion, the answer is no. The answer is no. I think he will compliment their defense. Like, because you have to understand short, short possession, so good defense. Good field possession, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have good field possession. They got four net, you know what I mean? Yeah. A, a nice, good running game Yeah, where he can play, you know, the run pass option, some good bootlegs because the play action is going to be there because they got a good running game, mm-hmm. they got a good defense. They grind the pound, I'll be – I feel – I feel – he can, he he's a step above. Anytime you have a, a good defense and a good run game, and then you add a quarterback that's a step above the quarterback, mm-hmm. he can make some shake. I feel like I just, he can do I wonders just look at, in Miami. Yeah, but I understand why he didn't get the Miami job. Because uh Jay Cutler knew the system. That yeah. was his old coach. Like yeah. what you want him to do? And Jay Cutler's stinking it up, so it it makes it look better on Kaepernick. Like Jay Cutler's Jay Cutler, man. Yeah, Jay um, Cutler. Okay, back to Jacksonville. Okay, I get what you're saying. My thing is, 
to me, no matter where Jacksonville is right now, and I think their defense has been playing better, they are the third best team in that division. You are behind the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. You are behind the Tennessee Titans. Then you. Yeah. Is Kaepernick going to get you a wild card? I don't know. And see, I don't want to see Kaepernick fail further. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can, can he get a job and take over, like, you know, let's say Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt and he goes Pittsburgh. All right, I'm cool with that. This, this is cool. Pittsburgh? I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, I you want to see him succeed. I want to see him succeed. I don't want to see him fail. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see every job that comes up that populates that – Everything that jumps up. I'm trying to think who all the other sorry teams. Who's right, the sorry team? Cleveland. How the Bengals? The Bengals got a good defense. They just can't put it together um, on offense. Yeah, Bengals talented. They just, you know, they the Bengals. Andy Dalton. They the Bengals. Marvin Lewis. My boy Marlon always says, Marvin Lewis has naked pictures of the owner somewhere. Yeah. I have no idea yeah, how I he don't. keeps the job. <laughs> and I root for uh, coaches of my same skin complexion. Oh, yeah, I am proud when they get a opportunity. Marvin Lewis should have been fired five years ago. Man, <laughs> long time ago. I have no idea how he keeps a job, but he keeps one. So yeah, Bengals. You look at it. I mean, but they're not going to steer away from Dalton. No, they're not. They're probably um, into that. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, Giants are a terrible team, but you know, oh no, nah. they're on with an elite quarterback. So you know, <laughs> uh, elite quarterback. You know, <laughs> they have an elite quarterback that's on uh, four. You know, <laughs> uh, I gotta watch what I say about the Giants. I got, I got some friends on my yeah. on my timeline that will <laughs> get real snappy if I say anything um, bad about them. So, so my whole point is, I don't think we should just be sitting around wanting Kaepernick to get any job. I don't think that's going to – like, let's say the NFL says, yeah, let's lift the band. Let's give them a little bit what they want. Mm -hmm. Sign them to the Cleveland Browns. You want that? No. Nah. I, I don't know if I want that. I don't want that for Kaepernick. I wouldn't send my dead grandmother's football-throwing arm to the Cleveland Browns so she can fail. No, she'd just rather stay – I'd rather she stay dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't sign that. Don't sign that fifty million dollars, Grandma Ghost. Oh Jesus! I, I mean, I, I just, I just think the outrage gets a little too far. Mm. Like we don't have to sit up here and just be like, I need him to get a job now. Yeah. So, oh, let me get on something else. The people that say I'm not gonna, and and I have people that say this, I'm not gonna watch the NFL until he gets a job. And the people that saying. The NFL is losing viewership because of the protests. Let me let me step on the last one first. The NFL is losing viewership because you can't track the way people are watching the NFL games anymore. Because we sick and tired of Comcast charging us six hundred and ninety-seven dollars a month. Like, <laughs> like, uh, people are cutting the cord. Yeah. All right. So. That's, that's part of it. Like, stop trying to make it seem like it's all because of the protest. No, it ain't all because of that. Yeah. People are cutting the cord. You can't track it. We watch the games on Twitter, Instagram now. Yeah, Facebook YouTube, Live. Yeah. You know, I ain't going to give out all the secrets. I don't yeah. want y'all to shut my stuff down. <laughs> but we we not watching this stuff on Comcast every week no more. No, those days are gone. That's why you can't track us anymore. Mm -hmm. 
uh, too, about Colin Kaepernick and people feeling like his stance created this issue. If you look at all of the videos and hashtags, you see why he's doing what he's doing. And I just heard this, that he actually spoke to a person that served. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he said, you know, what do you think? And the guy said, eh, I ain't got a problem with it. I just wish you just didn't sit down. Because remember, Kaepernick started by just sitting down. Yeah. He said, I'd rather you just take a knee. That's more respectful. Kaepernick takes a knee. Now y'all got a problem with that. Okay, cool. Whatever. I just want to debunk that. Like, let's stop acting like Kaepernick just sitting over here. I'm going to disrespect the Army. Yeah. And FYI, I have five family members i've spoken to three of them that has been in the uh military of some sort none of them got an issue with colin kaepernick stands none of them feel disrespected so you put that in your pocket you put that in your pocket because if a frog had pockets if a frog had pockets <laughs> and he had <laughs> a knife <laughs> i'm just telling you <laughs> he would have stabbed the snake before it ate him so let me ask you i mean we not predictors or anything do you think colin kaepernick plays again in the nfl this year this year, no, I don't think so either. No, I think I think, I don't think Cap, so there has to be for mainstream America, there has to be a martyr for setting this all up, Ooh. and Cap gotta be, it gotta be the scapegoat. It gotta be the scapegoat. You know, hey, you mess with my Sunday football fix. Somebody gotta pay for it. Somebody gotta be the martyr. He gonna, gonna be cap. He gonna Ooh. be cap. You know what I mean? So there's no protest without sacrifice. And cap is the sacrificial lamb. And I've said this before on this podcast. I think that Kaepernick understood fully what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Up all through the fact that he may not get a job, he may deal with this. I think he fully understands that. Again, Kaepernick has only spoken maybe twice about possibly playing in the NFL. Other yeah. than that, his focus has always been on equality and equal rights and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think he fully understood what he was getting himself yeah. into. I think we're the ones that's like overreacting, like, ah, I need him to get a job. No. Listen, you don't want to see him play for the Saints. Nobody wants to see anybody play for the Saints. Um, I don't even like watching the Saints play. I'm going to tell you, Saints could give me a job right now to be on that field, and I would take the money and set them up for failure. <laughs> I'll, I'll put bleach in all their Gatorade. <laughs> Is that wrong? Wait, will they die? Will they die if I put bleach in their Gatorade? Depends on how thirsty they get. All right, I ain't gonna put that much right. bleach. I'll sign a, a I figured something else to put in there. I don't want them to contract die. and then retire. <laughs> <laughs> I have them eat your grandmother's potato salad that nobody else eats. I do that. Everybody got a family member who makes some bad potato salad. Come on now. Let's yeah, stop. Like three cats in the house. Let's nah, stop. fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't eat that potato salad. We know. We know better. <laughs> Why is my potato salad shedding? <laughs> I don't understand. Why does it have fur? Don't play that game. Chocolate chip cookies got the little chips that's still moving around. Yep. Nah, fam. <laughs> 
everybody got family members. Listen, I'm not the only one. Okay, I'm not gonna say who which one, but never mind. Let's move on. Hey right, man, um, I, before I move on, I want to talk about just really quick. Do you feel a way about Ray Lewis and other players who speak out against? Let me rephrase. Who taking the stance that they're taking? I don't want to say they're speaking out against Kaepernick. Oh, okay. You made a point. Like what you said about Donald Trump invited to the barbecue. He going to say what he going to say. He going to stand by it. Yep. Right? Ray Lewis, if you feel that way, don't be double kneeling the next weekend. He said, I wasn't kneeling. I was praying. I was praying. Oh, no, nah, Ray Lewis. Come off. You got off a murder rap, and then all of a sudden, let's be real. We know where you came from. We still ain't found that white fur coat. Yeah, we know where you came from. You know, people can change. Let me not say that. But pick a side. Don't be trying to play both sides. True, true right? indeed. Don't true be trying indeed. to play both sides. Because if you feel the same way, feel the same way. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole thing that is the key that everybody needs to know. If I feel a certain way about one thing, don't mean I'm anti or hate something. True. Else. Yeah, that we, is, we, we gotta respect. We gotta understand that. Yeah. Okay. We gotta understand That's your that. opinion, right? If you are pro something, that don't mean you're anti something. Yeah. If you just feel some way about this. All right, I can care less about this, or I'm not against it. So that's what Ray Lewis. I feel like Ray Lewis was trying to play both sides. He Ooh, got called yeah, out yeah, yeah. by you know he was like, oh well, let me let me look good for who's signing the check. And then, ah, uh, man, I got to still try to be in the streets. You know, no. Nah. Yeah. Just pick a side. Because my father always used to tell me, if you don't make a choice, the choice will be made for you. Mm -hmm. So sitting on the fence, somebody going to pick which side you want to be on. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it because you ain't make a choice. So, yeah, I'm with you. You can't sit on the fence. Um, Herschel Walker, is the, he's all the way on the other side of the fence. But – that's his opinion. Yeah. He, he can he can do that. Yeah. He can do that. Um, Ray Lewis, I don't know. Am I disappointed in him? Yeah. Uh, do I think he's exhibiting coonish behavior? I'll be honest, yeah. <laughs> what, that, that Django I, mean? Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, but do I think that he's the epitome of what everybody's claiming him out to be? Like he's a racist and... Uncle Tom, I don't think nah, he's that. Yeah. I don't think he's that. But I do think that uh, I, I don't recognize you, Ray Lewis. You're not 52. I don't know who you are. You're not. You're not 52 with the crop top. You're you're a suit wearing Ray Lewis with the Beijing in his head. Thank you. Hey, you know the only reason you got that Super Bowl, your last walk away Super Bowl, because somebody cheated cap the first time and the lights went off. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, was that in New Orleans? I don't know where it probably was in New Orleans. I think they things anyway. happen in New Orleans. That's what type of stuff happens. Oh, know? Beyonce ran too much power in the, <laughs> the lights went off. Ray Lewis probably stabbed the engineer. Happened. <laughs> 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 I ain't going out like this. Uh, uh, uh. I have pockets and a knife. <laughs> That's hysterical. Ah, that's hysterical. <laughs> All right, man, let's get off of this. Man, it's too serious. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much, man, but, you know, the protest, look, my only request, when you talk about the protest, you talk about why the protest is there. Stop writing in your uh, newspapers and headlines that this is a protest of the national anthem. It is not. It is not a protest of the military. It is not. 
It is not a protest of the flag. It is not. This is a protest against police brutality and injustice. All right. So write your headline correctly. If you cannot write your headline correctly, I'm not reading your article, period. So you take that, put it in pipe and smoke it. Mm. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Skip. <laughs> All right, man. Let's talk some, uh, just some random questions. Let's, let's jump on this. I got some random questions uh, yeah, that but- some people asked me over the last two weeks. Um, let's start off, man. <laughs> Is the White Howard a team killer? I don't know if you heard. The the news story came out that once the White House was traded, allegedly there was a celebration in the Atlanta Hawks locker room. Do you think he's a team killer? Yes. Why do you say that? Okay. You think first of all, let me say, when I remember speaking about you speaking with you about the White House, I like when we signed him because I knew what we signed him for. I'll talk about my new vision of him now. But okay, go ahead. Dwight Howard is probably the single most waste of good talent that we've seen in the recent years, barring any major injury. <laughs> now we know, oh, what do you mean? He had that back injury. Okay, cool. But he just, he's a big baby. He's a big baby. He causes trouble. He left. I was like, oh man, I want to go out to. LA, you know what I mean? This is my new plan. Oh, I'm not getting the ball enough. Y'all not feeding me. You don't got no post game. Yeah. Exactly. You don't got no post game. Everybody done figured out that you can catch a lob and you can take a drop step and dunk. But where did you go from there? Then he went to the Rockets. No hustle, no game development. He's just a waste of talent, but he he still has those Dang. superstar ideals of himself. Like I'm still, a, you're not a superstar no more, Dwight. Dang, I won't even go that far. But okay, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, he's not a superstar no more. That's true. So he's, he's going there. I'm a superstar, nah, bro. You a role player? He's just, a, he beyond that. He's a dinosaur. Yeah, he just. But the NBA ain't built for you no more. It's not. I, I'm sorry, but it's. He not. was the one hope that I had that we could start seeing some more back to the basket people. And he, all the little two short big men out there like myself, was like, man, it's going to be another coming of a great back to the basket. Yeah. And he never turned his back to the basket. He never did. (laughs) He never did. You know, we saw Blake Griffin. Oh, he had a little dribble, but he can, it's done. Like that's, that's the last of the dying breed. He always had the Superman diesel type feel. That's what, oh yeah, that will be the next. Nah, you wasn't the next Shaq, bro. That's what I say. Um, it's surprising sometimes that I see. Um, what's my guy in the Clippers? What's Blake Griffin. No, no, no. The center, Jordan. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Um, to see him get so many accolades is weird because he's a dinosaur. You're a dinosaur. You you don't fit anymore. Um, Andre Drummond, who's young. You're a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fit anymore in this league. And Dwight Howard's the same way. Um, I thought it was weird when he came out in that interview and was like, yeah, I'm going to start working on my three-pointer. Yeah, he got traded like two weeks later. <laughs> you was out of here then. Yeah. We had to get him up out of here. You take a shot. You you Wait, take it. You, 
You think, I wish you would. You think we fuss Josh Smith Woo! out of here? Don't, don't fuss you out of here. Don't say that name. Say, you every every podcast you bring up Josh Smith. I like Josh Smith. Why? I like everything except his shooting. I don't ever want to see. That's all he tried to do. Yeah, well, he, he probably over there in China still trying to pull threes. Boy, he had to shooting his life away in China. They love him over there. Um. Do I think Dwight Howard is a team killer? At this point, yes. I did not think that before he came to Atlanta. I thought that he was – I I'm not even going to say I thought. I still believe he was misused in Houston. I don't think Houston used him properly. They used him as, okay, you just grab the rebounds, and if you grab the rebound, you can put it back Yeah. and block shots. That wasn't his game. Um, they tried to set him with the pick and roll. Yeah, it was it was small. Mm. Like, it faded so fast in there. So I assume when he got to Atlanta, be different. You with an actual coach, Coach Budenholzer. As much as anybody would like to speak about him and his drinking, whatever, that, Coach Budenholzer knows how to coach. Yeah, and he didn't succeed here. And I saw him argue on the court with Dennis Schroeder in the middle of a game against Golden State, the dumbest thing ever. Like you, Dwight Howard, the superstar that you think you are, argued with your point guard as Steph Curry steps back and takes an easy three pointer. At that point, I was done with him. Yeah, and it was it was and so some folks was like, "Why aren't you mad at Dennis Schroeder? Because he's young. This is Dwight Howard, like I need you to not do this. Yeah, this is stupid." So he out of here. Um, I, I do think he's a team killer now. Yeah. I, and that's a shame for me because I think he still has the talent to bring the center back. Like he's just he's too athletic. Even at this jacked up back that he's has, the small injuries, he's yeah. still like for Atlanta, I hadn't seen an offensive rebound. I don't even know what that looked like until Dwight Howard came here. <laughs> I saw offensive rebounds. I was like, oh, that's what that looks like. But the fact that every locker room celebrates you leaving. That ain't good look for you, bro. Nah. I don't know what you're going to do in Charlotte. Well, I guess Cam Newton will steal the spotlight away from you. Talk about women. Maybe that'll help. Can Probably. Michael Jordan help his career? No. Has Michael Jordan helped anybody's career? Michael Jordan's career. Has, has Michael Jordan helped anybody's career since he stopped dribbling the basketball? Uh, uh, Kwame nah. Brown. Nah, huh? Nope. Nah, nah, yeah, I didn't think nah, so. Nah, nope. Nah. Matter of fact, I never forget. He traded away Richard Hamilton. Yeah, cause he wanted to play. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Hamilton went on to win championships. Like <laughs> that's no knock on Michael Jordan. Uh, yes, it is. It's a knock on Michael Jordan. Some people like, can't like you. You can't. I can't see Kobe go out there. And try to embrace somebody like that. That's like one of them one in a million type intensities that you have to get. You can't give that or try to instill that in anybody else, especially the mentality that they had on the yeah, court. Yeah. You know, some people, you know, hey, you can't really do then coach and they can give that mentality mentality to player, but you know He like, can't yeah. He can't. He's not gonna be able to put that in Dwight. No. Nah. I agree. Especially Dwight. Because he's trying to put stuff in some other baby mother. 
<laughs> but I do think this Dwight is gonna do the same thing he did last year. Um, he's gonna put up his numbers. What, I think what number? Like eight and eight and eight and eight. Uh, eight, eight and nine. Yeah, I mean. Defensively, you know, you block a shot. I, I, I know the impact he can have. Is it gonna change Charlotte? No. no. Is it gonna uh do great things for Charlotte? Yes. I'm gonna take that. He will. I'm gonna tell you why. Dwight Howard, no matter what, he brings a camera with him. Okay. I remember seeing him talking about he's going to shoot threes eventually. I was like, when is the last time I seen an Atlanta Hawk on a random, you know, TV show just because it's the offseason? It's been years. Been years on top of years. But Dwight Howard was that. He brings a camera. I think that's going to be good for Campbell Walker. That's true. Other than that, I I, I don't see – he. Yeah. He's Dwight Howard. You take that for whatever you want to take it. But I just stay in the lead to keep on paying off the child support, Dwight. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Let's hit these uh, quick questions. Another question that was asked me, is the NBA in a good place right now? Yeah. I, I, I can start off right now. That, the answer for me is no. Oh, of course. The West is. I don't even, is it really? No, it's like three teams. Exactly. Is <laughs> Three teams. Yeah, yeah. Out of out of the NBA upcoming season, and I'm gonna say, think about it. Injuries can happen to anybody. Yeah. How many teams will possibly go to the finals? The answer is only like five. This is probably besides when you know the Kobe. Nah, because even when the Kobe and Shaq days, you really didn't know who was gonna make it out of the East. But like this, like you know, it's gonna be. You knew, but there was challenges to it. Yeah, now just like the last four years, you like it's gonna be Golden State and Cavs. It's gonna be Spurs, Golden State. Yep. Cavs and somebody else. Yep. Then Golden State and Cavs. That's those were the only three fixtures in the last four years that you can set your clock to. But uh, you know, it's not even the last few years. It's been the last. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. My only issue is. Instead of players going to teams and trying to establish something new to where they can compete, it's all about joining together, and we just don't have enough talent to spread around. I'm not pulling on players because players can go where they want. Yeah, we players have go the where talent. They want. We have see it's the whole thing. It's like you handing out these max contracts for you to go to play with whoever you want to. You like you get I'm getting the money and I can team up to get a ring. Like beforehand yeah, it was yeah. one or the other. Like, hey, yeah. you either getting the money and try to right, build something yeah. by yourself, or you don't get paid and you can try to get a ring. Now players, you know, you know, killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, like I said, players have you can go where you want. I just feel like with how should I say? Okay, the, the the talent coming into the NBA is not good enough to offset the teams joining together. Yeah. I look at Philadelphia, and Philadelphia, by all rule, should be fully competing for a top four spot in the Eastern Conference. They are not. Could they possibly get there this year? I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. It's been but injuries it be. that been been hitting Philly. Yeah, but... You got to think about it. your team is full of uh, Fultz, Embiid, uh, um, 
I forgot my guy from Duke, the power forward center. Um, but aren't they all number one draft pick? Like, they have like, all of them. You like, know what I'm saying? Did you get in the talent, but the talent's not developed. Yeah. The talent's not getting developed in the NCAA because they busy paying players. That's a whole other story. <laughs> like, they, the NCAA is not developing talent. No. The NBA is getting the talent because you have, like, if you're Atlanta, can you afford to pass on somebody like, you know, an upcoming player who doesn't have ski, any kind of skills developed, but he's got all the raw talent? You can't afford. Yeah, you got to keep up with the You league. can't afford to pass on who could be possibly the next LeBron or KD. You got to take that. You got to take that. Yeah. And you got to just stick it out and try to coach up these people. That's that's terrible. That's a terrible way of living. Sorry. Yeah. It just is. I don't know how the NBA fixes it. Um, we talked about earlier, I said that they should c- contract. Yeah. And I was like, I was trying to figure out four teams that they can just get rid of. What did I say? I said, I think I said Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. You said Clippers. Yeah, cut Clippers. Sorry. I don't know if y'all feel a way about that. Sorry. And then you said, you know, New Orleans, because who needs anything from New Orleans anyway? But <laughs> Yeah, New Orleans. I'm sorry. Yeah, cut that team. Um, and the only way Toronto stayed was because of Drake. Yeah, at first I said Toronto, but I said, you know, the power of Drake is there. So, yeah. you know, that's money. That's money. Um, do you get rid of the Brooklyn team? I mean, yeah. They haven't really done anything. It's between like, Brooklyn, the Charlotte, to... like. The Carolinas need something. They got Cam Newton. Nah, they need something. <laughs> something real. <laughs> they got Dwight Howard. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, cut, cut the, cut, cut the, Charlotte, yeah, cut Charlotte, <laughs> cut Charlotte. But, That's right. But my reason for saying that is because if you get rid of some teams, you spread out the rest of that talent. At least that gives other teams an influx of talent. Nicholas Batum goes somewhere. Uh, Demarcus Cousins goes somewhere. Anthony yeah. Davis goes somewhere. Like you have to spread out the talent more evenly to get a more competitive league. Because yeah. otherwise, we're watching five teams every year. Yeah, actually compete for something. There needs to be a dark horse. The NBA needs to have another team like, hey, really do something, really push deep into the playoff to give it hope. Like, you know what? You don't have to team up with your best friend and giggle during interviews. Hysterical. (laughs) To try to do something. You know, you don't have to be the MVP and go to the team that beat you to get to the finals to win a ring. Like, and I feel like, if you start that precedent with kids from college, they'd be like, hey, I want to prove something. Kyrie did a good thing and was saying, I can't be under LeBron no Yeah. More. I got yeah. my own wings. Kyrie won that final. His oh, yeah, shot yeah, 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 yeah. won that final. But it was just like, oh, we see how LeBron has raised this little hey, chickadee. I tell, from- it, I tell anybody, you see LeBron. That that finals, I I will say I give it to LeBron for the first time I seen LeBron not the first time, for the first time in a long time I saw LeBron say, "I'm going to go win it." Yeah, and he took every shot and he bricked them all. <laughs> and then Kyrie comes in, his three point like, look, just give me the ball, and that was it. Yeah, that was the end of the game. That was your championship. Uh, I do like what Kyrie said. Kyrie said, "Man, I'm out. 
I don't want to be up on the. Yep. If you, I don't know if you spotted LeBron's recent interview, but he was like talking about Kyrie. He was like, I tried to give the kid everything he needed. I tried to help the kid out. I'm like, you talk. Is kid like shouting? Like, are you just you calling me kid because you call me kid, or are you talking to me like you my daddy? That's how. If it's LeBron's team, LeBron made it seem like he was helping Kyrie accomplish something. It, it does seem that him. way. Yeah, I thought I thought I was the only one that saw no. that. It seems like Kyrie, yeah, helped LeBron accomplish this. Without Kyrie, there is not another finals Ooh, for LeBron. That's true. There's not another that's ring true. for LeBron. I, I won't disagree with that. Yeah. That's why LeBron was so hurt when Kyrie left. Didn't say nothing. Kyrie just, I'm traded. LeBron woke up in the morning just <laughs> boo boo face and all. Like, oh, he left me. And then called Dwayne Wade. Like, he left me. And Dwayne Wade was like, I'm coming. I'm coming up there. I'll come and take care yeah, of you. Yeah. See? Because he needs a wingman. Everybody needs a wingman. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Everybody needs a wingman. But um, I do I do think the NBA needs more of those players. More of those players that say, I'm going to go to my own team and do what I got to do. Uh, I've even heard Damian Lillard spoke like that. Damian Lillard was like, I want to handle myself the way other people are handling themselves. I just want to win with my team. It's an old school way of thinking. Yeah. It ain't the way that people think anymore. All right, let's go to another question before we uh, <clears throat> get towards the end of the podcast. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? I, I, I posed this on Twitter the other day, and we was talking about Eli Manning because the New York Giants are 0-4. I, I, I'll be honest, I don't even know how they're 0-4, but they are. They're winless. Um, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Because he's kind of doing the same Eli thing. Eli Manning remind me of the guy in the gym that would hit 10 threes in a row and then you pick him up and won't hit a single thing. Uh, he's so streaky. He's streaky. When he's hot, he's hot. When he's cold, he's cold. And without a running game now, you can't depend on Eli. Eli no running game, no O-line. And no defense. When they were doing something, they had a crazy – Seven-man front. Uh-oh, here we go. They had a crazy seven-man front. They had a couple, even though they did the multi-back thing, they had a couple good seasons with some quality running game. So you, are you hinting that Eli Manning did not win those championships as much as the defense won those championships? Definitely. Uh-oh. Eli Manning will probably get into the Hall of Fame just because he is going to be known as the quote-unquote Brady killer. That's the only – that's that's the feather in his mediocre hat. Oh, I won't call him mediocre. I won't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I like Eli too much to call him mediocre. I mean – Because playoff Eli is a different Eli. That's true. But every time they got into the playoffs, they streaked into the playoffs. They never had no dominating season. Hey, we running into the playoffs. No, they were like, man, the Giants picking up speed. The Giants doing something. The Giants can make a run. Oh, my goodness, Eli won it. Like, it was never from start to finish a dominating series with the Giants. 
it's true. always they always get hot towards the end. They always get hot towards the end. They pull it off, which hey, not taking anything away from Eli's just but that that's what you're known for. Yeah, when you get hot, you're hot, but you cold for a long time. Oh Jesus. Um, I will say Eli is um, I think Eli is a Hall of Famer, not because of what he's accomplished, but because of what the precedent has been set. I look at people like Terry Bradshaw. He's in the playoffs. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's in there because of his championships. During the regular season, he wasn't that good. Yeah. He was kind of average above average. Another defense-led quarterback. Um, I'm going to say something that I think I got some slander for this. Oh. I don't think Kurt Warner deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Kurt Warner had some really great seasons. Yeah. And some really bad ones. What you want me to do with that? That's Eli. And Eli got more rings. So what y'all want me to do? Like, well, I mean, like you like, let Kurt in there. You gotta let Eli in there. I really want to fight for Kurt, man. You know what I mean? I'm, that was the greatest thing. That's one thing I like about talking about some of the stuff that I actually got to watch. I got to watch the 99 Rams. Yeah. I got to say the greatest show on Turk. It was tough. It was tough. So I got to see it. I saw when the dude stretched out his arm and he rolled over an inch from the goal line. You know yeah. what I mean? So but when you put it like that, Kurt Runner, he he went from packing groceries one night yeah. to run the an offense that was killer for a couple seasons. I mean, And then killer. went to the Giants and was dookie. Because the Giants, you know, just trash all together. <laughs> the whole state of New York. Besides, Eli took that team you know, a couple areas that I, you know, feel Personally close, love. To my, yeah, <laughs> close to my heart. That's it. But you Oh, know, man. No New York shade. I just hate that. That is not me. I did not Because I'm a Braves fan. And the Mets can go do stuff immoral, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Like I said, I'm going to say Eli's a Hall of Famer, and that's just because of the precedent. Terrell Davis is in the Hall of Fame. Okay, Terrell Davis had two good years, two and a half. Eli, Eli, Eli's gonna make it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's gonna make it. In the now, Hall whether of or not he makes it on the first ballot, that's a whole nother story. But I'm saying, will he be a Hall of Famer? Man, he's gonna make so. it first ballot just because of his name. You think that man ain't gonna carry him on over to the first? Yeah, man, gonna carry him on the first ballot. That's a whole nother story. Um, all right, let's do one more question. Let's do one more question. I'm not gonna do the Tom Brady. You know, just like, I'm gonna ask it. Is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback to ever play? No. Who is? Joe Montana. I'm with you on that. I ain't got no like that. No. Well, that answers that question. Simple. <laughs> it's simple. Um, I do say Tom Brady is the greatest system quarterback to ever play. He's the greatest system quarterback to ever play. This man has a command of this system. He knows how to win with Belichick. Him and Belichick make the best quarterback coach tandem ever I give that, that I've ever seen. Um, but I can't, I can't, I can't say he's the, no, no, no. He hasn't done it against the best. Ugh, I won't say that. But okay, like when you think of just generations football, it is the rule changes 
and it's lean towards the offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lean towards the offense. So you it get leans into, even more towards quarterback. Yeah, you yeah. get into a good system where you couldn't take some of these hits, right? What they said on one of the little sports cast stuff like that, the hit Trevathan laid would be a unflagged legal hit back in the day. That's true. That's very true. That's the game they play. The game we watch is because some mothers don't want their sons to play football and they playing flag and little puffy coat helmets. Uh, yeah. That's the game yeah. we watch it. So it's a whole different generation and the time frame of how they play a man's sport. That's true. Not but saying that women can't play football because I'm not nowhere close to Cam Newton. But <laughs> how they play in this sport is totally different. Um, I always say I can't blame somebody for when they're born. True. Tom Brady was born when he was born and he did what he was, did. He's the greatest system quarterback to ever play. He's one of the greatest to ever play. Yeah. Is he the greatest QB to ever play? No, not in my opinion. It's Joe Montana. Is he the greatest quarterback I ever watched play? No. That's Peyton Manning. That's Dan Marino. Um, I just think Tom Brady was a winner. Yeah. And he may be the greatest winning quarterback to ever play. He may be that. Yeah, he may be that. Yeah, I get it to him. Other than that, no. If you go back, he's had some really bad Super Bowls, but I'll let you Patriots fans Google that. All right? And how he was bailed out several times, <clears throat> including against the Atlanta Falcons. That's, uh, but that Super Bowl didn't happen. <clears throat> I don't know who you're talking about. All right, man, let's go to the man law violation segment. This is an interesting one. Um, there's a player, Jordan Poyer. He plays for the Buffalo Bills. He has a girlfriend. Her name is Rachel Bush. Supposedly, she and him had a discussion about whether or not to uh, kneel for the uh, protests against uh, police brutality. I'm not going to say national anthem protests. Yeah. I'm not that person. So she basically says this. Um, I feel like there's a certain time or place where you should stand we should make a stand for something and agree that it's not in your workforce or your work field. So, yeah, I agree that there's something that shouldn't be done during their work, during the football season. That is what she said. This is the discussion she had with her boyfriend. Um, Is it against man law for your woman to speak up for you? Something of this caliber, yes. Yeah, it needs to come from so? the player because even though, you know, first of all, she's just a girlfriend. So, you know, six months from now, this statement is going to follow him and she's going to be gone. <laughs> You're but not a wife. That's you. what he said. Yeah. So <laughs> stop playing a wife when you're a girlfriend. That's what know, he just said. <laughs> know when you should say something and know when you be like, I'll let him speak on it because yeah. this needs to come from him. His teammates need to hear from him. It's not like they're in a bar and somebody asks, Hey, what's your favorite thing to eat? And what's your birthday? That's something simple. You got your girl talking to you? Right. Everybody, this is my birthday. It's simple. But some of this caliber that holds this this weight, I would be like, hey, I'm going to address the comments. I'm going to talk about it because it's something that I have to deal with. It's my workforce. It's something that's dealing with how I'm viewed to my teammates. So you can't speak this. up for my job. Yeah. You can't speak about my job. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm with that. I'm with that. 
Because I, I, I'll be honest, I wouldn't want my wife to come up to my job and be like, y'all ain't gave my husband this, this, this. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. I wouldn't want that. He not going to do, no, nah, I don't, no, I don't need you to do that. Uh, especially me. I'm a little introverted, uh, extroverted sometimes. So I, I'm really not going to be confrontational because confrontational for me means uh, eventually we're going to fight. So I try to, <laughs> I try to avoid that. Um... I'm with that when it comes to jobs. Yeah. Do you do you ever think it's okay for your woman to speak for you? Oh, the tough question. If I'm not there, right, um, say if I'm not there and she's speaking up for me and be like, you know what? I know my husband wouldn't go for that. Then yes, he can easily be quoted. He can easily be asked this. It's true. So it's not it's very like, true. Yeah, it's not like it's anything that he couldn't have been able to address himself. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not there and she's sticking up for the family because if she married, she jumped on the bandwagon to be a part of my family. We have the same ideal. So she can speak on that if I'm not able to. But since he will be able to, then, hey, you know what? I'm going to let him handle this. And just go from there. Man, I think I'm going to agree. Um, I think it was man law violation for him to allow her to take that. I mean, she fell on a nail. The man's job, I'm not going to say job. One of the man's main priorities in relationship is to protect his woman. Mm-hmm. You let her step on the sword. Whether or not she did that on her own or not, this is not the point. She stepped on the sword. It was your job to protect her from it. Uh, so I wouldn't allow my woman to make those type of statements and speak for me. I'd rather say that and take and, st- and lay on the sword. That's my thing. Second of all, can you not speak on my job, please? This is how I bring home money. Can you not do that, please? Um, yeah. Do you enjoy having this stuff that I'm buying you? Like, can you like chill out? Let me let me stop because that that was that was misogynistic. I don't know if he buying stuff for her. But I'm going to say this. Don't mess up my job. I don't think it's appropriate for anybody to show up at another person's job and cost them the, their work. Oh, Lord, Brian, I got something to say. Says you were the IG model? Allegedly, yeah. He we buying. don't know what he, she he does. Buying, he buying stuff. <laughs> he buying stuff. <laughs> when your job is fit, T. <laughs> If you have booking in your Instagram info. info, if you a football player, you paying for it. If she got booking info, fit T, and at least a minimum of 30 selfies, you buying stuff for her. She wearing workout clothes when she ain't working out? <laughs> you buying stuff. I'm sorry. You buying stuff. Uh-huh. It's not tricking if you got it, but you uh-huh. buying stuff. That's you all buying I stuff. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um when you have the ability to speak for yourself, it's against man law to have your woman speak for you. And I, mine is not has any doesn't have anything to do with misogyny. It has everything to do with your your job as a protector is compromised in that position. Yeah. Like, what if she gets flamed up by all kind of media outlets, which she is, and you quiet? Like that you doesn't work. Do that, yeah. You're a protector, so you just let her just go off the rails, and you getting. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. 
I don't know what could he have done in that situation. She tweeted that stuff. She was asked that stuff. Like she was tweeting. She was asked. First of all, they said they had the conversation, right? Yes. Then in the conversation, like, hey, okay, cool. I like the fact that they talked about it, but that should have been an in-house stuff. Yeah. Just like when you play football, hey, we handled it in-house. That's all yep. you need to know. Exactly. And then if they really wanted to know, they would have went to him. You know what? I feel that that's something that he's going to talk about. Because this is his stance. We talked about it as a family. With this is his stance, you ask him. Because they can freely ask him. But since she's an IG model. I know. And she wanted to get a little, little publicity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get them followers up. Them she fit. went out there, do, 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 Twitter finger. Yeah. So. Got to get them fit tea selling. Yeah. Got to sell them fashion over jeans some kind of way. <laughs> no, they sell themselves. This is true. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a bonus topic really quick, man. We're not going to spend too much time on that because uh, we don't want to get in too much trouble. Yep. Um, but somebody <laughs> asked me, they said, can you ask this on the podcast? So, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'll hit you up. If y'all ever want to ask me a question, hit me up on Twitter at the number four HF Advantage, or you can hit me on Instagram, same thing, at the number four HF Advantage, and I'll answer you a question on the podcast. Someone asked me a question, are men monogamous by nature? As in, do they want to be with one woman by nature? Um, this is an interesting question. I'm not gonna say who asked me that. Okay. Um, my answer has always been no. I think that men in general, by nature, would wouldn't mind. Um, I'm gonna say this so I don't sleep on the couch tonight. Um. Men by nature do not want to entertain one woman. We don't mind loving one woman, but we don't mind entertaining more than one woman. I think that's by nature. And I think a whole bunch of other stuff keeps us focused on one woman. But I think it's I think it takes work for a man to be monogamous. I'm I'm not gonna lie about that. I'm not gonna lie about that. I I asked, I've told my wife before that I said you should be, uh, and I'll be honest, this is exactly what I told. I said you should be um, thankful that I am uh, uh, loyal. Yeah. And she was like, "What? Women get this? It's different from men. It's get thrown at us left and right. Do you understand? When I got married." My wedding ring attracted more women than when I was single or when I was engaged. It's hard to be a monogamous because people see a man that's with somebody and loyal and they want it. I don't know if women understand that. Like it's, and some of them are y'all friends, but that's a whole nother store. (laughs) (laughs) Did I throw a shot? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm not going to throw a shot. Okay. So there are women that see that you are being loyal and there's a woman that wants you. There's a woman that loves you. I wonder what they love and want about them makes them intrigued. So they approach and sometimes they're not trying to be messy. They just approaching. They don't even know it's hard being monogamous out here. It's difficult. That's why I'm part of, you know, I'm so glad that black men don't cheat, man. We're we're faithful. Yeah. We're faithful. So I, so I ask you, Brian, are men monogamous by nature? 
Okay, so careful. I think we, I think we, we are on the same track. I want to say by nature, I want to say you want to say yes, but we know it's really no. <laughs> Men are not taught to be monogamous. Like you know, it's always like you know, pass on, you know, lineage, 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 yeah. lineage. So you know what I mean. I'm Soil to, your royal yeah, oats. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sow them out there. And like you said, when you actually show the traits of being a good guy, a quality person, that attract oh, other yeah, people oh, yeah. to you. So it is hard. And like you said, you know, it's great that black men don't cheat because we, we know, never cheat. You know, we know we we stay loyal. But that Kevin Hart thing is is a farce. We don't know nothing. I saw the pictures. I listened to the podcast. I saw the picture. It don't look like him. It don't look. I'm telling you, allegedly, all of his stuff allegedly. Um, I'm with you, man. I'm with you, man. Um, I will say this. I, I'm not saying that men should get props for being loyal. What I will say is this. Men are not capable of loving more than one person. We're not. We are not that emotionally complex. We are not that emotionally talented. We cannot do it. So we love one person. We love one person. Mm Mm-hmm. But the, the 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 itch inside of you says, I need to show attention to this other person. But we are only capable of loving one person. I'm sorry. I've never seen a man love more than one person and not be drove clinically insane. Because we're not built for it. Which is not. That's why women make better cheaters. Because they emotionally can handle it. We can't handle that. Can you imagine a man sitting at dinner with his with his woman and he gets a a text message that says hi. Simple hi. He's going ballistic. Oh, I'm finna lose it. He gets frantic. Oh my God. I'm finna get caught and shot and stabbed. Like he just freaks out. Cause we not built for this. We are not built for that. Too we love yeah. one 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 person. We emotionally attach to one person. We care wholeheartedly for one person that's why you got to call them side chicks allegedly because black men don't cheat you got to call them side chicks because i can't treat you like the main person in my life no. so i have to call you something different you can't eat two main courses what that look like i know what i look like well i look like eating chicken and steak wait actually that sounds pretty good like surfing turf yeah no that's pretty good all right, let's move on. Rewind, rewind. We're not going to do that. Yeah, That was that mile in they gap. My, 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 my question is, like, so when a man cheats, when, you know, mainstream yeah. Americans cheat, you know what I yeah. mean? Because, you know, we don't cheat. Yeah. But is it different than when a woman cheats? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's way more hurtful. If a woman cheats. And I've told my wife, I said, the emotional cheating is probably the worst. Like, I yeah. I don't know how I could deal with that. Like, oh, you messed around with, wait, wait. You been in his house? You met his kids? Like, what? You know oh, his dog's yeah, yeah. name? What? No, 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 no. I got to punch this dude in the face now. Yeah. Um, versus just physical. Um, To be honest, men, men uh, can... Let me rephrase this. Uh, I want to say this properly. Men could uh-huh. uh, entertain another person 
and not care two cents about her five minutes later. I'm just being honest. You could go to the movies with another person, and by the time the movie's over, you don't even want to see her no more because that's how much she means to you. Zero. <laughs> um, I think it is different for women. Women get emotionally attached. Yeah. It's just it's just difficult. That's 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 the safest way I can answer your questions. Y'all don't ask me difficult questions like this no more. Okay, ask <laughs> me stuff about sports, y'all. It's, ask me as men monogamous my nature. I know, bro. I, I saw that the topic. I was like, <laughs> this is a setup. <laughs> this is we gonna. This is a bonus topic. Is a if okay, okay, I, okay. We can forever. Golly, I try to get me killed. <laughs> Are men monogamous my nature? Michael's answer is is no. But we are monogamous. That's what you need to worry about. Are men, are men monogamous? The answer is yes, especially black ones. Yeah. All right. By nature, you added that in part. That changed the answer. But are we loyal? Yep, sure. Get your, <laughs> fix that right now. That is the end of the podcast, man. God, this is fun, man. I could do this for another whole another hour, but. I've been on some of this uh, whiskey. Yeah. And it's time to take a nap. Um, Brian, tell people where they can find you on social media and all that other stuff. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I haven't got a Twitter yet, but I might need to do it. But Instagram at Mr. Underscore No More Day Ones. That's the number one. Mr. Underscore No More Day Ones. You can follow me. Hit me up about any topics. I love to discuss sports and why Eli is mediocre. <laughs> Holla at me, man. Did you say Eli made it mediocre? Oh, yeah, God. mediocre, man. I can't rock with this. Jesus mediocre. God. Hey, man, your Instagram is pretty funny though, <laughs> and and you represent well for the for the uh, for the dark skinned uh, larger male. So I appreciate that. Wait, did I say large male? Pause, pause, yeah. pause, pause, pause. I was saying, you know what I mean. Pause. You know, it's it's the season. For you to understand that if he under two thirty, he can't keep you warm. Hey man, it's big guy season. Hey Amen. It's big guy season. All them linemen that didn't get love in high school, it's your time now. I know. Scoop them up. It's time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Eat good and sleep well. I'm telling you, we waited all year. We hibernated all year for this. <laughs> we wore t-shirts to the beach for this season. We are here right now. <laughs> what you gonna do with that? That extra medium hoodie. <laughs> what you gonna do with that? You ain't gonna be able to get warm in that. Your man can't wear skinny jeans in the winter. How about that? All right. Fat men don't wear skinny jeans. Well, most of them don't. If you, if that's you, a that's another topic. Bro. If you catch fat men, never mind. I Let's seen one of the Chinese. Though. I'm like, bro. Nah, nah, no, we can't do that. We can't look big, big men. We can't, we can't wear skinny jeans. We can't do it. No. We can't, if you want to wear that, lose weight. You cannot be a part of the big man club Go. and wear skinny jeans. You <laughs> cannot do it. It, it's called skinny jeans. It's not made for us. Jesus Christ! It's like a human eating dog food. It may taste good. I don't know. But you're not supposed to eat it. <laughs> I. Big dude's not supposed to eat skinny. I mean, you wear skinny jeans. It may look good. I don't know. But we're not supposed to wear it. Skinny in the name. Cut the circulation off to your arteries. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? All right, man. You can follow follow me at the number four, HF Advantage, on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I promise 
uh, a lot of people that I'm going to Instagram a little more. I just don't know what to Instagram about. I'm just not that good at it, but I'm going to learn. All right. Follow us on Facebook, For Home Fit Advantage Sports Talk, For Home Fit Advantage Sports Trash Talk. Um, as always, you can subscribe and follow us on SoundCloud. You can get the podcast every two weeks. We're going to be back next week. Oh, next week I got a special guest. Yeah. We're talking about, um, well, we know this is one of breast cancer. I may have someone who has defeated cancer on the show. You never know. You never know what I'm, what I'm working on, man. You never know what I'm working on, man. But in the meantime, me and Brian, we're going to talk about this whole Eli's mediocre thing. And we might slander Dwight Howard a little bit more after the podcast, oh, man. Oh, definitely. All right. This is a podcast for Home Fit Advantage. Oh, yeah. Um, go Georgia Urban Legends. All right, man. We out. Hey.